episode six. Welcome, everybody. How are we doing? Hello. Hi. So, I'm good, uh, thanks. Yeah. How are you, Dan? Uh, Before we jump in, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. John's not here this week, though. No, we do have a guest on the podcast. We, we today. do have a guest, and uh, we'll introduce introduce them, introduce them later or in a minute, actually. Um, yeah. How's your week been, James? It's been good. Uh, I put some curtains up today. I don't. You can see that in the background. I've got curtains now, which means I don't have to work with the glare because the sun's arrived. I don't know if you yeah. noticed, but last two days, sun has arrived. Um, and I realised that when in the afternoon now, when I'm working, the sun is right onto my monitor. And so I can't see anything. I was, I was tired of squinting. So I put some curtains up today in my office. I, I have, I have, I've only lived in my house for two months, though. So it's not like I've, I've, I've lived in this house for ages without curtains. Um, are two, is two months too long? Putting curtains up in your office? It's been winter. I think you're allowed. Yeah, I guess it depends how many windows you've got. You're listening to the Silver Linings Runbook, where we discuss the cloud and its complementary technologies, with guest speakers talking about how technology is shaping the world in business and domestic sectors alike. In this week's episode, while John is away, we have a special guest talking about the SQL Bits 2022 Data Platform Conference and what you can expect while attending virtually or in person at the London Excel Centre. You can find more information at sqlbits.com and remember, Saturday 12th of March is free to attend. Oh, Emma, we haven't introduced you yet. Sorry. Well, we might as well, well so we do have a guest uh, on this week's uh, episode, uh, Emma Dolling, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Emma Dolling. I work with James at BT um, as a lead technical consultant and specialising data in Azure. Hi, Emma. So uh, we've brought Emma on to this episode this week because uh, both myself and Emma, we are volunteering at SQL Bits. It's three weeks, isn't it? Is it three weeks yesterday? Uh, it, it's the 8th. It's on the 8th of March. So it's on the 8th of March, on the Tuesday 8th of March, and it's running through till Saturday the 12th. So it's going to be a long, busy week. Um, I've never volunteered, or, or I've never even been to the SQL Bits conference before. I've been to other, like, t similar conferences uh, in the past. Never volunteered at a conference before, ever. Um, Emma has convinced me that it's a really good idea to volunteer at SQL Bits. Um, but I thought it'd be a really good idea to ask you a few questions on the podcast, Emma. So, you know, as someone who's never volunteered for a conference like this before, what should I expect? What, what, maybe, maybe talk a bit about SQL Bits in general. See if the uh, if the listeners would be interested in, in maybe attending. Uh, and Dan, you've never heard of SQL Bits, so you can learn all about it as well, uh, and why we might want to get involved with something like this. You might get some very basic questions from me in a bit. Let <laughs> <laughs> we start off with what, what, what is it? Um, it is the biggest data conference in Europe. Um, and this year it's at the Excel Centre in London. Um, it does move around the country uh, depending on, on, on the uh, area um, where there's availability for it. Um, and we do get quite a lot of people in from, from mainland Europe. It's, it's a good mix of people uh, from different locations. Um, 
so that we, we we just come together and really just uh, it's just nice to have some people that are like-minded in the way that they understand data uh, and how important data is um, but also the amount of things that you can actually learn there is is just insane um, uh, normally um, with what with what they've actually done this year is is they've added uh, an extra day to it so we've now got two days two full days of learning um, and there's plenty of room still left on on quite a lot of the courses um, and then we have the rest of the conference are short um, short sessions, anything between 20 minutes to and to 50 minutes, um, based on on different subjects really, and and they're the days where you kind of get to mingle with people more. Um, but there's a really good social aspect of it of it too. Uh, Wednesday night we've got games night, um, which is a which is something to look forward to. Uh, Thursday night is curry night and quiz, um, which is always a good laugh. Uh, and Friday night being the the big fancy dress party. Yeah, we'll get into that fancy dress party later because I, <laughs> I I I I don't like fancy dress, but I I do feel a bit of pressure to maybe make a little bit of effort. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, so SQL Bits, um, this big conference, you say it moves around the country. This year, it's in London, the Excel Center. Obviously, I've never been to SQL Bits, but I've been on some calls with the organisers and it does feel like there's a bit of buzz this year, um, perhaps due to the timing of this this kind of emergence from uh, lockdown. Um, people who might have been presenting virtually are now saying they're going to attend in person. Um, how many people attend? It's, it's quite a lot, right? Um, yeah, we're looking, I think they're looking at over a thousand a day. Thousand a day. Um, in, in normal attendance, yeah. Um, and that's in person and, attendance. I mean, and you've got more yeah. on top of that attending virtually as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because last time around, the whole conference was virtual. Um, I was going to ask, right. Okay. Which made things interesting as a helper, um, you know, sort of talking to people in countries where their uh, internet's not necessarily reliable kind of made things mm -hmm. difficult so um you were sometimes filling in a little bit of airspace i guess answering questions from delegates while uh, connections were were sort of fixed and resolved um but although the social aspect was kind of there it wasn't there as it is in person in person it is so much more of a, a, a different buzz so yeah, people are probably more looking forward to this 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 particular event uh, more so than maybe the ones in the past because you've had this kind of the social aspect maybe taken away a mm. little bit last year. Was it was it on the year before then when when no it was no. It, it was Kate, it was, it was actually completely. due due to be uh, I think it was due on just around when everything went into lockdown or or maybe a little bit later on in that year. Mm -hmm. um, so it was cancelled uh, unfortunately. Well, so this will be the first time in three years and you've probably seen in person some of these people you probably cl call close friends now. Um, after yeah. You've been, yeah. And how many, years, so how many years have you been volunteering then? Um, I was trying to remember this the other day. Um, I, can't, I went, uh, the first time I went, I went as a delegate. Um, and I'll be honest, um, I felt quite overwhelmed, quite scared, probably didn't speak to anybody for five days um, and didn't really get involved in the social side because I didn't know anybody. Um, and then I think I've done three, maybe four since then uh, as mm -hmm. a volunteer, um, because it was actually another volunteer that sort of saw that I was on my own and, and, and said, why don't you come on board with us um, and help out next time? So, uh, yeah, once once you've got the orange shirt on, um, which is the volunteer uniform, if you like, um, 
people approach you more. Um, you get tough conversations with people more. Um, and this year we want to take away that that kind of dauntingness, you know, that that kind of nervous feeling, um, so that you know we are approachable and and so that people don't miss out on the social aspect. You know, we we have got some quieter things for for people that don't want to get involved in the big parties and. and you know, don't necessarily drink or want to be around alcohol. So we have got alternative things to do. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a big push on community this year. So there'll always be one of us in the community zone uh, running some drop-in sessions with some quite big names um, that are all on the schedule. So they should be good fun. Yeah, I, I definitely something that I've... So obviously I've been to other conferences in the past, um, but this this community aspect of it um, is something that certainly that I've never got involved with myself personally I've always gone to an a, a conference with people I knew um, and simply st- just stuck with those people you know yeah. we'd go for food for drinks after the conference with those people uh, I didn't really take I've never took the opportunities to to um, to network uh, at these type of uh, events and that's yeah. definitely something that i'm really looking forward to doing this year uh, dan have you ever been to a big conference like this um i've been to ignite a few times ignite, yeah yeah so ignite a few times i've done the uh, actually back in october of last year i went to the um, south coast cloud summit mm-hmm. uh, which was really and, good actually uh, and did you get involved in the community aspects or was that something that you felt a bit nervous about i kind of went actually to the conference on the south coast based on kind of like new friends made within the community so through twitter um and actually ah, okay yeah. it inspired me to go to the conference because i got involved with people online and in the community and helping each other and actually that made it a much better event for me mm-hmm. yeah um, and, and that's something i'm definitely want to explore in terms of you know it's, it's one thing to turn up to these events and go to the talks and listen to someone talk to you and, and, and inform you about particular products or ways of working. That, that, that I love that. I, you know, you, that's what YouTube's for me is all about. Um, you know, the stuff that uh, Microsoft pushes out in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, these, these informative um, events, things like that. It's great. But the community, community side of it is something that I've, I've always shied from. And I'm really looking forward to putting myself out there. You know, and it sounds like Dan, you've kind of gone this the other way around. Then you went because of the because the community pushed you in. Well, not pushed you, but um, yeah. it was an excuse you know to I mean. meet up with some like-minded new friends. Really, that was a it was a great thing. So actually, it was kind of a two bird one stone thing. But I learned some good stuff. Got to meet some new people um, who I'd actually never met before, um, and had a really good time. And actually, I feel like feel like I learnt more and had a more valued experience from the conference mm. having gone with some like more much more like-minded people rather than just potentially a couple of colleagues that I work with every day yeah, yeah. Uh, I know a conversation we've had Emma where um, you know there's, there's some some talkers that are going to be there at SQL Bits and some volunteers as well and you know that I am a big fan of their blog sites and things like that and I can't and I've said told you I can't wait to go and 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 bend their ear about particular mm. subjects try and you know form those new relationships those new friendships because you know the community is an important aspect i think perhaps the uh, the pandemic has um has cemented that idea for a lot of people that you 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 need 
to be part of this larger body of people when you're venturing into something as daunting as cloud uh, IT mm-hmm. because we're all kind of for a lot of us this is a lot of it's new uh, and new can be exciting but new can also be scary um, yeah. The yeah. some of the stuff that's happening in data in particular is moving so quick uh, and when you start mixing things like AI and machine learning into the mix it's like this this whole new thing that you know five even maybe it's, it's something as short as five years ago would have been untouchable for people like me and you Emma the idea that mm-hmm. we could use AI in, in in our data or with our data you know yeah. it's something that was was accessible I think, I think when I think about the sessions that came out the first time I went to SQL bits um definitely I remember a day with Adam Saxton um doing um Power BI um and then everything else was sort of based around on-premise integration service SaaS SSRS you know the the normal what the basic um you know SQL Server on-premise um family if you like product family um but now when you look everything is so diverse um but that's a good thing because obviously it shows our industry is growing right um yes but you kind of like think whoa that was only a short period of time ago we were learning that and now it is so wide and so um there's so much more sort of uh people are looking more at centralizing data for reporting rather than processing data. And so three, four years ago, the, the whole pressure was more on the processing of the data and getting your, your performance right. But now people are kind of realizing, actually, we would be better off if we just put all this in one place so we could report on it all. So it's yeah. almost like a total change of focus. That, that idea of having a platform as a service where you are suddenly saying, well, all this infrastructure that you used to really worry about and try and get as much performance out as possible. You don't have to worry about that no more. Yeah. You can just you can just focus on what on what the data can do rather than how you get it to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The idea of you know, obviously you've got Azure Data Factory, which is kind of sort of in my mind replaces integration services, and you've got Azure Synapse that replaces analytical services and things like that. I know it's, I know it's not like I know it's not as simple as that, but in my mind that's how I do it. Yeah. Um, but the idea that you got so you got these particular platforms uh, as a service that are there geared up to help you do this, um, and you, like you rightly say, you don't have to worry now about h- how you can process huge chunks of data in the most performant way because a lot of that is is done for you in the background. Yeah, um, yeah. you just got to work out how you can get data um, from point A to point B or and, and C and so on, and where you transform it, you got so much flexibility now. Yeah, I know we're, yeah. we're going to. I'm just diving into something that's completely off a tangent. I'm, I always do this, but but I know of look, you know, looking at SQL bits and some of the the the, the talks that are taking place and uh, some of the workshops, a lot of that does seem to be geared around. Hey, have you thought about doing it this way? Yeah. Look at this cool product. Yeah. And um, there's a there's a few uh, on Kubernetes, for example. Uh, how can Kubernetes solve problems for data scientists and data engineers? You know, the idea of using containers, I bet something that you've never thought about using, Emma, in the past, no. but you, I'm sure it's just something I certainly wouldn't have thought about solving data problems with containers and, and in the in the past for myself. But then you're looking at, the, oh, there's lots of people here in SQL Bits want to talk about this. Yeah. That's cool. There was someone, there's a, there's a talk um, about, uh, I can't, oh, who's 
doing it now. But they talk about, um, hey, you, you might have problems with uh, scaling out using SQL Server. Why don't you use NoSQL instead? Hey, hey, let's 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 migrate a relational database to a NoSQL database, and let's let's solve some problems that way. Yeah. Well, okay, that's really cool. I can't wait to go and learn about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I'm not sure if you've seen uh, sort of how fast something like hyperscale can restore, but that that will get you excited if if you get to see that at all because it's insane. I mean, like, I, I, terabytes of data. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that. Uh, this is the problem with SQL bits as well. Is uh, it's almost like there's so much there that I want. I say the problem. It's not a problem. It's a great problem to have, where you, there's so much there, so much you want to see. Yeah. Uh, but you can only watch one session per slot, and there's there's eleven. There's a, there's about twelve in the twelve slots per uh, twelve uh, talks per slot. Yeah. Uh, each got a different speaker. Um, so you know, and there'll be some names in there that you're familiar with that you're really excited to see. I managed to get myself uh, volunteering for a Brent Ozar uh, talk, uh, and for anybody who's a database um, guru out there, will know the name Brent Ozar. Um, and I'm looking forward to uh, meeting him. And get ready with a mic for the questions. You'll be running up and down the aisles. <laughs> yeah, so I'm attending. So I'm volunteering for Brent Ozar's uh, 300 level guide to career internals, planning your career. It's a 50 minute talk, and I can't wait to pick or to see how people pick his brains about his approach to defining his career. Um, if you, if you if you don't know who Brent Ozar is, go on Google him. Um, he's he just kind of had this epiphany about a decade ago, didn't he? Where he's like, I'm going to change my career, and I can't wait to see how he did that, or or, or how he how he you know kind of decided what route to take and to to get this amazing career that he's had. Yeah. Um, go on then. So who who are you most looking forward to seeing? At? Um, I'll probably, I probably, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a full day with Terry McCann, uh, looking at mm -hmm. machine learning. Um, so that's going to be really, really interesting, I think. Um, and then the day before that, I'm actually with, uh, with Mark, uh, looking at, uh, data warehousing in SignUp. So I've almost got a follow on, um, you know, the, the creation of the data warehouse on day one for analytics and then building the models from that data on day two um so is yeah that, is that is that is that in azure signups analytics as well the machine learning or is that yeah fantastic yeah. so that is like an end-to-end -end, that's getting your data there ready to be analyzed and hey let's use some machine learning to make this data even more kick-ass than it was before yeah yeah uh, i've seen terry present before as well he's really good really really knows his stuff so that's mm. really really exciting um and yeah and other than that it's it's going to be nice because um it's, it's just going to be nice to get everybody together um I, it is very much um a team a, a team atmosphere everybody nobody is ever left struggling you know to me and um within the volunteers there's always somebody there to help you which is which is insane as well because some of the volunteers are presenters and some of them are people that obviously you know that I look up to and I think wow look at what you've done mm -hmm. but you're in you know I, I've been in a situation where I've had to sort of reach out to somebody that I thought oh my god you're an absolute god when you you're dealing with a database as a volunteer to come and help you it's a little bit um it's a little bit strange but they're there straight away for you so it's really nice because then you're like yeah but they are still a person do you know what I mean it, you know when you've looked yeah. up to somebody and you're like oh my god I'm, I'm I'm in the poop can you help me 
um and they're there straight away it's it's quite a weird a weird thing but it is as i say it's one of the best team atmospheres i've either felt there's nobody on there that i could say oh my god they wind me up um and i, I you, can't, you, you wouldn't say if it was anyway if there was somebody on there that you could oh i can't tell lies no James, yeah. unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately i just can't tell lies mate it gets me in so much trouble um <laughs> but no there, there isn't anybody on there that's ever kind of like rubbed me up the wrong way i mean there was one conference um uh, well anyway, i've not been there yet so we'll see how quickly uh <laughs> i can uh i can wind you up there was one conference where I was particularly shattered. I think it was like the Friday, um, and I was sat in the um, I was sat on the floor in the volunteers room having sort of ten minutes. And one of the guys came up to me and he said, "Are you alright?" And I just went, "I think I need chocolate." And he just came, <laughs> he just came back with chocolate out of nowhere. Sort of ten minutes later, he went out to the shop, got me chocolate, and 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 just left me to me uh, to me break. Um, <laughs> that's amazing but it was really when my energy levels were really flagging so I was like thank you <laughs> right so I better take lots of chocolate with me then yeah yeah you go, need yeah. you need you need the sugar to keep going um, but the buzz well, of it keeps you going honestly it does so as a volunteer then so if obviously I'm I'm volunteering with, with yourself uh, you're an experienced volunteer I'm a, a newbie a noob when it comes to to this type of thing so You've obviously you've touched upon some things to expect, but um, if you had to break it down then to to someone who wants to volunteer, what type of experience they will get? Yeah, break it down. Um, you what you'll get um is you find that you actually be able to build up a a, a rapport with some of these speakers. Um, so actually you get a little bit extra time with the speakers, which is always a bonus. Um, but it's it's about the creating the community that is are the volunteers again they're people that you can reach out to and ask for help um in your day job because they are that approachable um so it is about the community the networking and and yeah you you do get to volunteer um quite a lot of the hours in the day but you also get some of the time to go to sessions that you want to go to as well um so I see it as a bit of a privilege to be on the to be able to volunteer there um, mm. because I just think I get so much more out of it. Having been as a delegate and not really got involved with anybody, and having been as a volunteer, there is such a massive difference. Um, I'm so tired by the end of it because I've just been talking 24 seven, um, you know, and being at the party and, and being doing silly things at the quiz and stuff. So you know but it's worth it it is so worth it um and the team photo at the end on saturday is really nice we always have a big photo yeah they, i know they was mentioned on the call the other day that we're trying to hang on as long as you can on the saturday to make sure you can get into the team photo um yeah. so I, I know i've been definitely looking at train times cause i've got going back up to a uh, near near york on the on the Saturday night, so I'm trying to work out what trains to catch. Cause I want to stay as long as possible to get the most out of it. I yeah. don't want to sneak off on the Saturday afternoon to try and get an early train if I can avoid yeah. it. Yeah, I mean anybody that wants to come on Saturday, it's worth mentioning. Saturday is free. That's right. Yes, and then it's the it's the busiest day from what I can see. So that in terms of uh, the number of talks there are, uh, it's the most on the Saturday, and um, there's some big um, events, a uh, big uh, talks on as well in terms of topics and. Uh, and, and some of the yeah. speakers so it's definitely worth registering and get yourself down there it could cost you nothing yeah yeah exactly just uh just rock up and we'll let you in so, yeah so uh, how, how many people are expected 
Um, as as of yet, I do know that there's over a thousand for the first two days, uh, and some as a percentage of those will be virtual. Um, but that's numbers from I think about a week ago, maybe a bit more. Good. Um, so normally it's about fifteen hundred people a day uh, pre-COVID. Yeah, um, I know. I know they're talking about. Um, so if, if you are, if you are thinking about going to SQL bits, something to keep in mind is that the seating will be restricted. So whereas before, you know, the, the seats would be side by side. So if you sat down, chance are your shoulder will be brushing else someone else's shoulders, and that's how you'd sit, like you would do in a normal conference. But this year, they are. Uh, I think every every seat has its own individual table, and 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 they are socially distanced so um you know you 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 can't just rock up to the talk and 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 think well, i'll just stand at the back if it's full because unfortunately um, the doors will be closed as soon as um all those seats are full you know so um keep that in mind guys if you are coming um but uh will will some of these videos be available online after the event do you know uh, yeah, yeah. Normally, yep. uh, the videos are available for the shorter sessions, um, so some of those will be available. Uh, the twenty-minute and fifty-minute um, sessions that are run on—is it uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Mm -hmm. So they'll, yeah. they'll they'll be made available on the SQL Bits website. And actually, um, I do believe there'll be uh, previous recordings from previous years as well on there. If anybody wants to go and have a look, just to see what the sessions are like. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and obviously, guys, if you if you, you know if you, if you are nervous about going in person, you you can you can attend virtually yeah. uh, as well, and and you, again, you can sign up for that on the on the website. So this party on the Friday, then you've talked about it a lot. Uh, it's been it's been talked about on the calls. There's a, it's a big deal. There's pictures on on the website if you go through and people are dressed up. What what is this party then? So there's a theme. There's a theme, isn't there, for for each year? And yes. This year's video games. So does everybody turn up in fancy dress according to the theme then, or is yeah. it just free for all? No, it it is it is according to the theme, definitely. Right, okay. um, but no, there has been some really really good, uh, really really good uh, costumes over the time, over the years. Um, where, where's the party held? At? Is it actually held in in the conference center itself, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's okay. held in the venue itself. So, and there's usually uh, one or two other games and things going on around it, and food available and uh, plenty of drinks. Didn't you say that they were playing Quidditch one year? Yes, that was uh, that was for the magic of data. Um, that, that that's year. not real Quidditch, though. Obviously, they didn't get flying <laughs> brooms, and I mean, I know Microsoft. I, I, you know, I know they're quite innovative, but I don't think they've designed flying brooms yet. No, but uh, one of the uh, one of the vendors that year did have a sorting hat, um, which was oh, run, which was actually run by a chatbot. Oh, fantastic! Um, so you answered <laughs> you answered certain questions, and the chatbot would put you into a house. I'd definitely be in Slytherin. Well, Most definitely, I was in. I think uh, Develador. Develador. <laughs> Yeah. Make it... I've had a place who's a Hufflepuff. You look like a Hufflepuff type of person. <laughs> um, but I think I, I do. I might have got a Develador T-shirt out of it as well. Um, that's the other thing as well. Some of the vendors do usually bring cracking prizes uh, for the competitions, so it is uh, worth yeah, hanging around. Saturday, the... yes. The Saturday after the conference finishes, there's a big raffle. 
So if you are interested and you want to take part in that raffle, that's when that takes place. And so yeah, it's worth hanging around, isn't it? Don't don't just mm. leave once the last talk is done. Stick around because the these these um these vendors who are who are sponsoring the event, they fund the event to take place. They you know it, it, it makes a big big difference to them if you are uh, hanging around and uh, and um, taking part in the raffle and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking really looking forward to it. I'm I am nervous. I, I'll have to admit. There's um, you know I, I, there's certain people who I watch online. Um, you, you know I, I've been look, look, listening to uh, Catherine Williamson. Is that is that pronounced her surname Williamson? Yeah, Will- yeah, yeah. yeah and, really and, cool. and her and her blog on ADF is is fantastic. It's really helped me get to grips with ADF nice and quickly. Um, and she seems so nice on like on YouTube and and so, such a good presenter. I'm like, oh, but what if I meet her in real life and she's, and she's horrible? No, she's not. <laughs> I, promise you, I promise you, Catherine is lovely. She's so kind and helpful. Um, well, it, it's the same with, with like Brent Ozar. Like I've had an email from from his um, his email um, thing, every, you know, subscription every week for the last five years. You know, and it's like he's uh, and and uh, so you got Brent Ozar. You've got um, oh, why can't I think of his name now? Um, the, Eric's going as well. He's really good, Eric Darling. I was thinking of um, why can't oh, his name just escaped? Is he got is, with his main sequel maintenance? Um, Ola, Ola Hallengren, right? Yeah. Again, he's had such a massive impact on 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 how I've approached things like doing backups, index maintenance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from from a, an enterprise scale. Yeah, where for for, for you know, there's supposed to be thousands and thousands of of organizations out there whose SQL server maintenance is being run from his something that's come out with his brain yeah yeah um and again it's like you know he's a he's a he's a and this is probably i try and describe this to my wife and she just looks at me with glazed eyes as as i try and explain that these these they are heroes yeah these, these people they are heroes where they've had such profound impact on the way you work the yeah. way you approach problems and, and your career you know they don't know it, but they've had such an impact on the 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 career that I've had because they've made me look good. Yeah, you know, I I, I drop an old Hallengren maintenance solution onto a, a da- database uh, onto a, an instance, and the customer like, wow, you've just made everything run faster because we're actually doing proper index maintenance now. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, it, it was nothing. It was easy. Yeah, it was easy because Ola Hallengren did all the work for me. Yeah, you know, uh, and <laughs> I just put it in the right place. Exactly, and 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 you know, it's because of him. You know, it, you know, it, indirectly, I've probably you know benefited th- from peer rises or some yeah. sort of praise. You know, and as a result, you know, I could get to buy my wife something nice. So, <laughs> like, you should listen to me. Uh, Mrs. Starr, when I tell you about Ola Hallengren and Brent Ozar, because these people have had an actual impact on your life, and you don't even know it. I, I told you, I, I sat next to a guy one, once at um, a conference, and he actually said to me that he'd got a mug with Ola's face on, and it said, Ola does it for me every night. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I have the same mug, except it's got Dan's face on it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say to that one. <laughs> I wouldn't take that, Dan. 
Dan know, sent me the mug. Dan sent me the it, mug. It might be a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a backhanded compliment, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, and the, and I, and this that's the this is the really exciting part, right? Where where you're volunteering for a conference like this is suddenly I get to meet these heroes. Yeah. and spend time with them you know this yeah. is maybe that, that's the difference between attending an event where you get to see them from afar when they're on a stage or virtually to yeah. to actually you know um handing the mic to Brent Ozar um when you yeah. when you're doing Q&A and things like that that's that's yeah. the difference right he's, he's yeah I mean he's lovely as well I've helped out yeah. on his sessions and and he's he's exactly how you'd expect him to be do you know what I mean he, yeah. he just, he's just really nice guy um and the other thing is that's that's nice is that somebody that you're actually in awe of is actually massively grateful for everything you're doing for him and everything that you, we do at the conference the the speakers can't speak like more highly about us the amount of praise that we get you know mm. and you just think you're praising me yeah. yeah it's it's very much a you know because you kind of like yeah but i've only come because i wanted to look at you um you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean so um yeah but no they they are they're so grateful of everything that, you, that we do for them it is it, it's it's almost a pleasure to help out do you know what i mean yeah. um and it's just uh, I think Bob Ward said to me once one year that you know how grateful they were for something that I did in one of his sessions and all I did was kind of like you know sit people down and, and and just make sure he'd got water and just and you just think yeah but you're Bob Ward yeah <laughs> you know and, and it, it's very um yeah it, it, it's such a such a nice atmosphere in, with that respect like, if you think about your own aspirations then if you think about your own aspirations Emma in the future, would you like to be? Would you like? Would you like to be somebody who stood on that stage giving a talk? Um, I'd like to think so one day. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of my stuff I definitely need more like real life experience in. I think before I start um, going and, and waving my arms about in front of a PowerPoint, definitely. Um, which is where some of the stuff you and I have been working on to to build build something for us uh you know from a work perspective yes um but i think once i've got a few notches under my belt in that respect um yeah i'd like to think i could do it because then i'd be less less listening to the imposter syndrome um i was about to say that that would be the, the thing that would terrify me the most i don't mind standing up and talking to people but it's the idea of oh am i what the things am i saying actually is that am i talking bullshit yeah, like, is that right? Is somebody on yeah. front row going to put their hand up and tell me I'm yeah. totally wrong, and I, and that's the end of my presentation? Um, yeah. But it would be nice to think that I could at least start with one of the twenty minute ones or one of the fifty minute ones at a Porsche. Are you um, doing like this year? Are you going to do it? No, 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 no. <laughs> It'll be next time around, possibly. I might have yeah. a go next time around. Um, but I've got to put. I'll tell you what. If, if you do it next year, I'll do one as well. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it together. Well, not at the same together. time. We'll, do, well, well, no, 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 because, no, because I don't want oh, to ruin your talk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not working with you now. Forget it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I've, I've, got, I've got to compete. We've got to compete. We've got to see who, who likes, uh, who, who did the best. The toys are in. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's another cool thing, isn't it? Like, they, they a conference like this, it gives. So they have these events called lightning talks, which is a twenty-minute um, block, and somebody can can come up to the stage, do a five-minute presentation, talk about anything, talk about uh, their favorite yeah. cat, 
Um, why, 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 you know, what's better, apple or pears? You could talk about that, uh, and and it's all about practicing your your presentation skills, your talking skills. And I think that's that's. I didn't even think about that until I saw it. It's like, well, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Because you're not going to get these opportunities to 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 do something like that very often. Yeah. Especially since we've had COVID and things like that. I know. Um, doing these podcasts. Yeah, I don't know what Dan feels about it. I know Dan's probably got more experience in and and doing these type of um these streams you know, with it, with his DJing experience. But for me, the idea is it's terrifying. I have not listened to any of the podcasts that we've recorded because I'll listen to well, I'll listen to the thirty seconds of it and then I go, Oh, I sound like an idiot. And I turn it <laughs> off immediately. I, I, I can't bear to you know, I love it, talking, but I don't like listening to myself. It takes practice because you it's what you hear in your ears in your head that isn't the same as what you hear when it's something recorded and played back to you of your own voice so it's just about getting used to just listening to yourself like that it takes time and it takes time for everybody to do that um but it's as you say it's just practice and mm. I, it's actually being nervous on the microphone as well so yeah to be able oh, to talk yeah. like this on a microphone for a lot of people is scary um mm. but you get over it and just as we're doing now, it's quite a friendly environment, um, informal, and just talk as if we are just three friends having a chat. And I think that's the best way to to, to get some information across. This yeah, is a I completely space. agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that nobody listens to the podcast as well makes it even safer. Oh, no, uh, we've got to get people listening. Oh, they'll, they'll come. If you, if, you, if you record it, they will listen. <laughs> there was a famous baseball um film field of, dream, that. Field of dreams field of oh, dreams yeah. that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> where someone did a podcast about baseball and everybody started listening to it i'm pretty sure that's how it worked um but no that and and, and, I, and I, it'd be interesting to speak to uh annette um what's her surname again annette uh allen annette allen that's right yeah to speak to her and 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 try and understand because annette allen is the organizer of, of sequel bits um, yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of them involved, but Annette's the one that that does a lot of the key uh, communication. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this all started. You yeah. know, like how something like sequel bits. Cause I, I imagine it started very small and then grew and grew and grew. And like, say, it's the biggest data conference in Europe now. That's that's huge. Yeah. You know, um, the idea. You know, we've talked about starting a user group, Emma, and he's yeah. like, "Well, that, that, even that's that to me terrifies me." Yeah. The idea that you have to organize something, get people on there talking and enjoying that, um, and learning from, benefiting from something that you've put together. Yeah. You know, the idea of organizing an entire conference. My God. You know, yeah. That's that's incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible, and 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 the organisers um, should really um, they should be applauded for all their efforts because it, yeah, what what Definitely. they've managed to do. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm saying this. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure after the event, I'll I'll be uh, just as positive. But yeah, even just you know, my my limited exposure so far has really impressed me. And, yeah, yeah, you do come back from it buzzing. All sorts of crazy ideas. Trust me. But yeah. it, they, but they do like you pull your crazy ideas together and and it sort usually solves one of your problems that you're currently looking at. Yes, and I know I don't know about you, but I've been selecting some of the talks, thinking, well, I know we've got this 
thing that we're working on right now or i know something like you know maybe we want to start working on this later on so let's go and have an introduction to that and yeah. you know see what's possible yeah um yeah. just looking at my list of the things that are on my screen now so a lot of it's um etl or elt driven yeah. stuff you know so your, your, your data factories your yes your synapse analytics but then you've got your your docker and kubernetes in there your data lakes it's all this type of this stuff that me and you are kind of working towards right now in in uh, for our for our for our occupation yeah um, um i think one of the things that's caught my eye as well is the uh, kql stuff with log analytics because um you know sort of reporting on 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 your, your system logs uh, is going to be yes um I've, yeah really I mean, I'm, useful. and i think um, yeah it's one of those things that allows you to really develop your own kind of front ends to 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 that, that that's an untapped form of data i mm-hmm. I, I did a kql query once for um i, I kind of combined it with a um with with um with with flows with power automate to to get data from log analytics for teams room devices for example yeah and used kql to break or the logs down into um like a can into uh, a readable format that that can pump into a relational database for yeah. report later where in its when it in its raw format it's just a string of text um, right. but but the power of that data and the things that 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 enterprises can build around that once you can mm-hmm. tap into it is is phenomenal yeah. so yeah you're probably right that that would be really good especially from for, for what we do uh as part of our our job you know um, yeah. tapping into that those possibilities well i didn't want us to do exactly the same either no, because yeah. we need to. Yeah, we need we to learn spread. and share. Yeah. So Dan's just messaged me in the background. So he's got a hard stop at four o'clock, and so it's cool. ten to four now. So let's spend the next four minutes just wrapping up. And t- so, for anybody who's out there who who's teaching on the idea of going to SQL Bits, you got you got four minutes. Sell it. Um. Well, uh, it, as I already said, it, it's biggest co- data conference uh, in Europe. Um, it's going to be jam packed with loads of different things to do um there's even a crash there available um if you've got children uh and you've got childcare, you know you need childcare. you can get that booked um this year we've got the addition of the bits buddies um now we're all going to be wearing um armbands to to show us uh out from the from the other volunteers um and what the bits buddies are there for is is for you guys that that want to come on your own um uh, might feel a bit intimidated by it you know we're here to to help help you out um we're doing a couple of drop-in sessions before the before the conference as well the details are on the sql bits website um so if you want to come and talk to us before the conference um there is one on thursday lunchtime and then i think tuesday and thursday lunchtime next week as well um so yeah feel free to come and join us um on there I mean, you forgot to mention that I will also be there. Oh, and James will uh, also be the, there as well. That's, that's a, a big, big selling that's point. That's the biggest <laughs> selling point. So if you know, if you do, if you know, guys who are listening, if you want autographs, pictures, uh, <laughs> it's it's five pound per autograph, uh, ten pound for for a picture. Um, so you know, and I, I, I don't I don't take cash. It has to be uh, just just card pay pay policy. Yeah, card or pay policy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just for information actually for people that want to know it's 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 sequelbits.com um yes. and check and check yeah. out the uh sequelbits 
uh, Twitter account as well. It's a good one to do. Yeah. I've been looking at it in the background. But no, we'll be there. We will. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm nervous, but I am. I'm really looking forward to kind of getting stuck in and helping. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a good few days. Really good. Yeah, sounds a, sounds an awesome event, and I'm sure um, we'll have Emma back for another different subject in the future as well. Yeah. Yes, we'll do a, we'll do a post sequel bits uh, podcast. Where we could talk about all the cool things that we learned and and things that happened and things uh, to look out for. And how yeah. many autographs you signed, James? Yeah. I c- I'm, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I'm your agent. I might sign. I might sign loads of autographs, but people might not want them. I'll just be handed them out. <laughs> I'm your notes. agent. I want a court. <laughs> you, can, you can have you can have ten p for every uh, for every. Uh, but no, thank you, Emma, for finding some time in your busy schedule to come and talk on the podcast, and cool. uh, and thank you, Dan, as always, for making all this magic happen. That's all right, my pleasure. Thanks, it's, it's really good fun. I, I I'm learning a lot on all these podcasts, and uh, I hope our listeners are too. So. Thank you all, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, see you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks.